Uh, question for you. When is a wife a wife and how many can you have in this country? And, and this is a question being asked in Alberta where a 56-year-old man now has five wives. The first wife sponsored him into the country and then it appears with the following four he married and divorced. You know, it was a, a game of sponsorship, which raises, of course, questions with immigration officials who then started to get very suspicious that the nuptials were all a union of convenience. But it's interesting because it's the fifth marriage that seems to be raising all the red flags because in the fifth marriage, he had a child with a woman. But because he had such a questionable track record when it comes to matrimony and sponsoring these Indian nationals, immigration will allow him to sponsor the woman and are threatening to send both she and the child back. The irony is, while the other marriages appear to be a sham, it's this marriage that he actually seems to want to be in. That's a problem. Let's bring in Giddy Mam into the conversation. Of course, he is an immigration lawyer at MigrationLaw.com. He joins me now. Giddy, the irony here is it seems that the one woman he might actually love, he can't keep here. You know, Alex, uh, I get the same sense. Uh, when, I, when I read the federal court decision, uh, I, I kind of came to the same conclusion, that he just kind of lived his life a little bit too uh, casually. He finally meets the right woman, has a daughter with her, and then all of his, uh, you know, all of the uh, goodwill that he might have had is all gone now. So it's a, kind of an unfortunate situation, I think. Okay, so how often does this happen? I mean, is this something that we see, um, you know, who doesn't watch, uh, maybe you don't, but, um, you know, my 90-day fiancé where people get married and sometimes it's out of uh, convenience. But how often does this still happen and, and how easy is it to get away with in Canada? Well, first of all, we don't, we don't know that anybody's getting away with anything in this particular case. I will tell you that we've seen people uh, marry two times, three times, four times. It's kind of rare to see somebody married five times, I've got to be honest with you. Um, uh, but, you know, if you, if you actually analyze this and take a quick look through it, you'll see that it's not quite as bad as the press has uh, reported. The, 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 the federal court case actually gives more details, which in the context doesn't seem too, uh, too crazy to believe that this is actually the right, uh, the right woman for him. <laughs> okay. So now what's a guy like this to do? If he found love with uh, number five, um, is this an, an issue that someone like him could appeal? Well, he's done with the appeals. He only gets one kick at the can at the federal court. And the federal court um, prevented a further appeal. Uh, the court didn't find any sort of special circumstances to justify uh, another appeal to the court of appeal. So that's basically the end of the road of this application. He he does have the opportunity uh, to do a humanitarian application. Uh, his wife could apply and say, "Look, on compassionate grounds, I've got a child here and I've got a husband here." Uh, the immigration department didn't necessarily believe that this is genuine, but it is genuine. The the trick to that though is that it's going to be very difficult to establish uh, for the wife to establish herself here on humanitarian grounds um, if the immigration department is predisposed to believing that this is a sham marriage. I mean, if they believe that this was a real marriage, then she has a shot. But that's still, that hurdle is still very much in front of her. Even though they have a child together. And is the child Canadian? Oh, absolutely. So the then child... couldn't they on the child alone put an application forward to say, look, this child's Canadian, so therefore we have to be with the child to protect it? Right, so that actually is a, a common sort of uh, approach, which is actually false. 
First of all, the child is a minor, so the child can't sponsor anybody. Secondly, the fact that you have a child in Canada does not in any way, shape, or form guarantee you any rights to be here. So the immigration department would take the position with this lady, listen, you've got to go. Uh, your, your application permanent residence has been uh, refused. We're not extending your temporary status. We need you to go. She says, well, what about my kid? They said, well, the kid cannot be deported because the child is a Canadian citizen, but you have to go. So she can do a couple of things. She could go leave the child behind with the dad, uh, or she can take the child with her, but that child isn't being technically deported. That child is just simply going with the mom because the mom wants the child to go with her. But the child could return to Canada at any time. The child is, has the right to return to Canada under our Constitution. Right. So uh, a Canadian citizen always has the right to return. Okay. And, and theoretically, could the child, once it's older, then sponsor mom? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There okay. should be no barrier to that. And has the situation that we're dealing with, the migrant crisis uh, at the border, has that um, you know slowed down claims and applications and, and all the rest of it? to the has it, has it essentially created a stress on the whole system, slowing the whole process down? Okay. So you have to follow that that sort of burst uh, at the border, um, sort of chronologically. At first, it's going to create a huge burden on the Refugee Protection Division. That's a division that needs to deal with the refugee hearing. Uh, so those cases are being delayed by a couple of years. So right now, uh, most uh, immigration services are not going to be affected right now. But once those people start going through the system, some of them are going to be applying for permanent residence. So that's going to slow down a lot of other people because the same officers who are dealing with work permits, study permits, etc., are going to be dealing with those applications for landing. On the other side, those people who are going to be refused in a couple of years have to be removed from Canada. And so that's going to take up a lot of time of the CBSA, our, our border police, to remove those people. And so, of course, when you add... Uh, that inventory in a couple of years to the removal pile, uh, those officers are going to be scrambling to try to, uh, to find the resources to put that many people on a plane, to book them tickets, to, uh, first of all, to find the clients if they can be found, get them passports, book them on a flight. Uh, so we're going to see pressures on the system as these cases progress through our system. Wow, what a procedure. Giddy, on that note, thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Have a great weekend. That is Giddy Mammon joining us tonight on this holiday weekend.